Hello and welcome to the A Lot of Love podcast. I'm Mom. Do I really need an introduction? Maybe. No, I don't. Okay, and that's needs no introduction over there. And we're here with latest reptile news, discussions, updates, and general tomfoolery. And uh, can I mention something right now? Um, sure. We have switched positions. Usually I am on the right and you are on the left, but today... We're switching it up a bit. You know, I just needed a new perspective on this room. Yeah, because you would love to see it from every single angle and every single way that it's messy. Next time I'm going to do the podcast from the top corner, I'm going to suspend from the ceiling. Like Spider-Man. Yes. Or that scene scene from the 2000s Grinch where he's in the mailroom. I'm going to be Spider-Pig. Yes. Yes. So um, this is Spider-Pig and Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here to bring you reptile news. <laughs> right? <sighs> My life. Anyway, so um, right now we are watching Aurora and Cosmo run around, or not really run, but float around their tank, and they're living their best little lot of life. Axolotl Olympics. Let's do it. Axolotl Olympics. Axolotls. No. Okay. It doesn't flow as well as the Guinea Pig Olympics song. Lot of lot Olympics. Lot Olympics. Lot Olympics. Sure. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for that, guys. Okay, so we have some updates on our own personal collection. We have some updates on things that we are doing as a podcast. We have Laciac stuff. I think we might discuss some um, insect feeding things. And then we have our reptile of the week. It sounds juicy, Mother. It is, especially the feeding part because we've got some juicy bugs on the list. Mm. Yes, juicy bugs. Okay. The juicy bug. Okay, now that sounded really scary. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, also we want to plug our Patreon a bunch because we would like to get some new recording equipment. And anything that comes to our Patreon goes right back into the podcast. So if you would like to join our Patreon, we have different tiers with different benefits, but we definitely have some additional um, content on there that you can't find anywhere else but on our patreon so go to patreon.com slash a lot of love podcast and there is a secret pet on there that we aren't talking about anywhere but if you're one of our patreons you will know about it so check it out um the lowest tier is a dollar so just support us and what we're doing and help our podcast grow and if you spoil this new pet for the rest of the internet we'll find you Actually, we probably won't. Who says we won't? I mean, I just don't have that kind of time. Well, I mean, I don't either, but (laughs) I would find it. We will find the time. We will find the time to find you. (laughs) All right. So moving into our stuff, what's our lottle update looking like, Aiden? The lottle update, right. So uh, Aurora is uh, and Cosmo are doing quite well in their new home. Um I do want to talk about cleaning the axolotl cage here for a minute because I had to do this the other day, and uh, the water was not looking so hot as no, it was not as uh, my mother would agree. And so, literally, have you ever seen London on a foggy day? Oh, jeez. 
So, and uh, and you know, eventually, you know, we cleaned it out. So, um, what I did, and this would work really good for you. I do want to interject and say that he did an absolutely amazing job. That tank, you could not see into the tank. And I don't know really why it fogged up so bad because he is really good about changing it. But whatever he did, that water was crystal clear. You did an amazing job. Thank you. And I'm about to give my lovely expertise to the rest of the people. Humanity? Yes. <laughs> Humanity itself. Um, so what you want to do is when you're cleaning out your tank, I have this like suction thing and you like pump on this. I don't know what you call it. It's called a siphon. Yeah. So I have a siphon and you pump on the little thing and I have just a regular five gallon bucket. You don't need anything special to put the water in. It's not a regular five gallon. It's a Homer bucket. Jeez. <laughs> yes. Because that, cause the value of Homer is amazing. But um, basically what you do is you just, I pumped out a bunch of water during that. I pumped out um, almost all of it. Now, you don't want to pump out all of it or else, you know, your axolotl might not live for you to have your clean tank. So you want to have just enough to the point where it's not quite touching their top fin. And that's where I had it at. And then, you know, you want to make sure you're filling it up, filling it back up at room temperature because you don't want it to die of shock. And um, about some parts through, like, uh, as well as your axolotls, this is funny, because when you're cleaning it and you dump new water and your axolotls fly everywhere because, like, they just get tossed up in the new water current. Um, but so does all the food that you forgot to get underneath those rocks and plants. So when those come up, you just take a turkey baster and just suck it up with that. And um, put it in the bucket and then just, you know, just keep doing that until eventually you filled up your tank. Um, also, make sure you're regularly ta changing your filters out because that is definitely an important thing. And clean out the little filter box. I think I have to do that here soon. Um, but make sure you're cleaning out the filter box because that can get kind of nasty. And changing the filters themselves. It is, they can be reused. I would say you can clean them and use them again once or twice. But after that, definitely buy some new ones. I would just like to add that the activated charcoal in your filters is only good for 30 days. After that, the ability of the activated charcoal to control your ammonia levels kind of starts to fail. So you do want to probably once a week rinse your filters and then once a month change your filters. And I will say Aiden's frequency on changing his tank, he does a full tank change once a week. Axolotls are definitely more work than tropical fish. So if you're looking to get into them, just know that they are a lot more work, especially if you have two. Um, we have two in, th in a 30-gallon tank, which is recommended. And No, it's a 30. Um, so that's the recommended size for two axolotls and these guys are doing great together and actually I'm sitting here watching them the entire time we're recording and that's like my favorite part of recording these podcasts is just sitting here and watching them move around and interact with each other because they do seem to get along really well and enjoy each other's company but yeah, Aiden has done an amazing job taking care of these guys. He's just, you know, going above and beyond and doing every... Uh, the husbandry that he's doing is impeccable. So, you know, if... Um, you can talk a little bit, too, about the chemicals you use to keep the water clear and keep them 
balance too. Because when I was cleaning it, you came in here and like you were literally about to put in chemicals, and then I was like, I put them in, I put them in, don't, 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 don't do it. <laughs> um, so a couple of the chemicals I use, and you want to make sure that you're not using uh, too much because if you do, that could harm the water. Well, the Aqua Safe that you use, that reptile um, water conditioner really that one you can't overdose them on that's the one that you know if you get a little extra or something it's okay okay that's a good thing because i wouldn't have done that but you still want to use the recommended amount yeah you don't want to you don't want to dump the whole bottle in mm-hmm. that's for sure so i use this this aqua safe it's a terra uh crap i have it yeah i knew that tetrafauna aqua safe for reptiles and amphibians um it can treat up to 100 gallons it's a little green bottle. I don't know where we got this at. Walmart. Walmart. Got it at the Walmart. Got it at Walmart. And then um, I can't. Re- can I reach it from here? I'm in my office chair and it's on my dresser. There, I think I got it. There we go. Okay. So the Appy Quick Start. Um, yes, it says fish, but it'll also work for axolotls. Um, basically, API. API. Yeah. Quick Start. It's in a white bottle with a blue lid. And did we also get this from Walmart? Um, I think so. You can order it online. Um, let me see. This one is basically, um, you should use it anytime you start up a tank or change water to keep your bacteria balance good because you do need that biological balance in your tank. And what the API Quick Start does is anytime you do a tank change, it makes the bacteria in the water optimum for your lottles. So we've been using it um, for these guys because every time, especially when you're taking out as much water as you need to to keep the um, axolotl tank clear and get all the waste out, you're taking out more than half the water. And anytime you do that, you want to make sure your bacteria balance doesn't get off because then that's when your lottles get sick. So the quick start helps keep that balance. It also helps um, keep the ammonia balanced, which is a huge thing for these guys because their waste does put off a lot of ammonia. Um, And so you want that bacteria in there to kind of help break things down and keep things balanced. So that's what that API quick start does. And that is something that I'm glad she explained because I would have never been able to. Um, (laughs) So, and there's a bunch of stuff with, like, how much you feed them and, like, the plants because, like, um, what are they? Plants. That's what I thought. Um, so, like, the plants um, can get food cop- caught up in them and you want to make sure you're cleaning them out. And, um, honestly, I could do an entire episode just on uh, taking care of these guys because they are, they are work. They are, they are adorable. I love them to death. But uh, they are work. So, maybe... We'll record a bonus episode, ex- and uh, this is just an idea as I'm talking to you, exclusively f- for pa- Patreon? Yes, Patreon. And you know what? As you're saying this, I'm comprehending, and I think this is an excellent idea. I love pitching ideas in the middle of just doing stuff. It's great. Yeah, no, I really like this. So we will record a All About Axolotls Patreon episode to help with care of axolotls. And I know, like, right now, axolotls are a huge thing because they're on uh, Minecraft and everything. And people, like, left and right are just, like, wanting to get them. But I don't think people realize how much work they are. It's like when Finding Nemo came out and everybody wanted clownfish, like... And they didn't realize how much work a saltwater tank was. Like, 
I feel like we've kind of run into that too and they're getting really hard to find and a lot of people don't know what they're doing with them. Finding emo. Finding emo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw that on a I saw that on a thing my teacher had on the board the other day. Um oh, I've lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, thank God this isn't a salt water tank. They can take fresh water just fine. Um Yeah, you don't want to put them in salt water. That's not what they're designed for. It'll actually hurt That's them. not what they're designed for. Yes. Axolotls. The only time you want to do salt baths is when they have fungus. And thank God we haven't had to do that in a very It'll long time. Again. It happens. It it's axolotls get fungus. It's just the way it is. You just have to watch for it and act accordingly. And um, we could also in that axolotl bonus episode um, talk about how we combated the fungus and what we used to get rid of it when we had it before. <laughs> the Alotta Love cast versus the fungus. <laughs> only in theaters. At oh, only l- on Patreon. Only on Patreon. <laughs> I do a surprisingly good voice at that. You really do. I'm going to I'm going to start using this deep You're going to be a voiceover person. That's what I do cuz like on on YouTube. On my YouTube like I remember made a bunch of rainforest voiceovers. Oh, that's right. In a world where both axolotls were totally underwater, if I can, if I can learn how to like do a dramatic edit, we're set. <laughs> um, so we're gonna move on from this because I don't want to spoil it all because we're you know gonna do a bonus episode as of like two minutes ago. Oh, look, they're moving. Oh, they're moving. I love when they move around. They're so cute. No, they're not. They're not. They just did. Oh well, I think you're hallucinating. Oh, he moved again. It's all his butt move. Okay, lot of butt. Yeah, I am kind of concerned about that one gill spot. We're going to have to figure this out. We'll keep watching. Yep. Anyway, okay, so moving on. Oh, Wait, we haven't talked about our other ones. We did a total overhaul on Carla's tank um, this week. We added some ledges. and a ledge, and she flat herself on the ledge. Yeah, she likes to pancake on the ledge. She also has a new coconut hide, all kinds of cool stuff. There's pictures of the tank overhaul on Facebook, on uh, Facebook, A Lot of Love Podcast. Um, let's see, we have uh, Larry's doing great. He just finished his shed. Um, Pringle's doing great, also just finished his shed. I want to talk about Pringle. Pringle is growing insanely fast. I walk into my parents' bedroom maybe about three to four times a day, just for why not, just to kind of look at the reptiles. And I swear he's bigger every time I walk in there. Yep. And I mean, that's pretty typical of bearded dragons. He's eating great. He's still, you know, at that, has that little man syndrome. He's struggling with the being friendly because he just you know he's a little guy and he has to exert his i'm not a little guy dominance but he'll grow out he's getting better we just handle him every day regardless and then um peaches just finished a shed ate for the first time last or tonight post shed so she's doing really good and she's growing so we're all just growing and then we also have our secret pet that we just got that is Patreon exclusive. Oh my gosh, he's crawling up the side of the tank. Yeah, they do that a lot. I love you him. know, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, he is. Oh, 
Oh my goodness, Cosmo's face. Cosmo's face is just... Cosmo has like one brain cell, but he's just happy to be alive. Yeah, at this point. I mean, he can't ask for much more. Um, They're just living their best little lot of life. They look so happy. Like, Aurora looks at least a little bit like there's something in there, and Cosmo just... It's just like... Nothing. ...static between those two eyes. And it's... Absolutely amazing, and we love every second of both of them. They are. They have brought us so much joy just because they're so funny. I never honestly thought that, like, an underwater lizard could have this much personality, but they are hilarious. And I just absolutely, I'm, I'm just in awe of them, so... I come in here all the time when Aiden's not home and just sit here and watch them move around because they're just so funny. That's a little concerning. You just come in here into my room and just watch. Your okay. Um, They're relaxing. That's true. I, wa- I, I watch them a lot. Um, and we are going to go ahead and... Uh, have you been watching on the Lacey Act? Yeah, Lacey Act updates. So I guess they're now trying to combine two bills into one. Yeah, and they're going to go ahead and put these... Um, updates to the bill like they're gonna combine them and then it's got to go back for a revote so right now we're safe for the moment but i would still keep flooding the senators keep supporting us arc because they're really trying to fight this it's definitely still a huge concern luckily it doesn't look like it's going to be too close on the horizon but it's still possibly um going to be a problem so we definitely want to stay ahead of this and make our voices heard so we don't lose the ability to keep our pets yeah it's um we want to make sure we keep this hobby alive i think the hobby itself and the community that comes with it is just absolutely amazing and i love being a part of it i love the community reptile owners are so much fun um they're so supportive so positive Um, For the most part. And like I watch things like the Tiger King and I see how just like crazy cat people are. And then I look at the reptile community and we're just awesome people. So I really enjoy being a part of this community, being a part of this hobby, having this podcast and interacting with all you guys. So it's been a lot of fun for me and for Aiden. And we want to keep this community going because it's a great, supportive, fun place to be. I do want your opinion on something. Yeah. Do you think it's a cult? Mm, I'm not worshiping them like an idol, so I'm going with no. We're going to perform an axolotl ritual. No, we're not. Why? Because I don't want to sacrifice an axolotl on an altar. No, we're not going to sacrifice one. We're making a sacrifice for one. I'm going to uh, make a golden axolotl out of resin. Oh, please. I'm going to. Oh, my God. We'll have a gold axolotl statue. That would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to start doing resin crafting. So I was looking at axolotl molds before we started the podcast tonight. Um, I'm really into resin art. I don't even know where this came from either. Jason told me I needed to find a hobby outside of reptiles because our house is getting overrun with lizards. That's fair. (laughs) So he told me to find another hobby. So this is what I came up with. Whatever floats your goat. The goats don't float. They float in my world. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, they'll float, but after they aren't goats anymore. Stop.
stop. <laughs> I listen to too many true crime podcasts. Yeah, you need to just. You, you, I'm, I'm scared. Why do you listen to so much true crime? Uh, you know, it's relaxing for me. So okay, so relaxing, and I and I listen to true crime stuff too. I'm guilty of this, but like listening to stories of how people died relaxes you and me alike. Yes. I don't get how that makes sense. It makes perfect sense in my world. Okay, well. <laughs> it is, it, I, I, I find guilty of it too. Right, moving right along. So, what about, uh, what about them bugs? What about them juicy bugs? So, we um we decided to go ahead and start varying diets for both Larry and for Pringle. Yes. <laughs> Aiden's doing the varying like which one motion like to, to be or not to be. Um I was trying to think of something creative, but hornworms or waxworms? That is the question. So um I've been doing a lot of research on different bugs and things for um, both Larry and Pringle. And if you're new to the podcast, Larry is a um, leopard gecko and Pringle is a bearded dragon. And well, no, Pringle isn't a bearded dragon. Pringle is a vibe in himself. He is vibing in there. But um, so a lot of people do doobie brooches and they're a great source of protein. I highly recommend them. Um, my husband is not okay with me bringing dubias into the house. He said there will be no roaches in the house. I really honest to God, you were just going to say that your husband was not okay and just leave it at that. I mean, that is, that is facts. Uh, yeah. I'm not really sure anyone in this household is, but you know, we love each other anyway. That's fair. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, there's no dubias in this house. So I started doing research on other bugs cause I, I feel like a varied diet is always going to be better than just feeding the same thing over and over and over because you get different nutrients from different bug species. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Each, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a buffet and you go and like, 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 like China buffet and you go and you get different. Uh, proteins and stuff from the different, you know. Right. Like beef gives you different nutrients than chicken. And so I feel like a varied diet is better. So I did a lot of research. And like, honestly, I think black soldier fly larva is pretty much where it's at. So I've moved them from a staple of just straight mealworms to pretty much a staple of black soldier fly larva. And the nice thing about the black soldier fly larva is that they don't um they don't have to be dusted they have enough nutrients in themselves that you don't have to use a supplement dust which is kind of cool um the problem is if you try and buy them at petco petco puts them in the refrigerator you cannot refrigerate black soldier fly larvae they don't live very well in the fridge so if you go to petco and try and buy them sometimes they're marketed as calcium worms um, you're probably not going to have too much success. So I went to, um, dubia roaches or dubia.com. I believe, I believe it's dubia.com and, um, that search history. Yeah. Um, so I will say that at this point in time, we are not sponsored by anyone. So anything that we plug on here, um, 
is not we're we're not sponsored at all. This is stuff that we really do use and um we are not getting any kickback. Okay, it is it's dubia.com or dubiaroaches.com. Looks like you can plug in either one and take it to them. But I ordered a bunch of bugs from them. And they sell way more than just dubia roaches. So I got some hornworms and waxworms. I got a black soldier fly larva and I got mealworms from them because even though I'm doing a staple of the black soldier fly larva from them, um, I'm still supplementing with mealworms because both of them absolutely flipping love mealworms. I mean, I would too. I mean, I guess if, if I was a lizard, I would. I mean, you know, if you're a lizard and you're hungry, you're just a fat nugget and you just need that nutrition, man. You're a fat nugget. A fat nugget and you require that nutrition now. I feel like they're more like potatoes. I, I, I don't know. I'm getting I'm, I'm moving out of my potato phase and going into nuggets. I like the potatoes, though. They look like a potato. That's why he's named Pringles, because he looks like a potato chip. Well, I might name him Tyson after the chicken nuggets. Oh, God. No. <laughs> so anyway. So, yeah. And I will say the soldier fly larva has done very well. I mean, they eat it great. Um, it doesn't. The soldier fly larva does not last as long as mealworms, though. Like. They did start dying off after about two weeks, which was good. And that gives me an idea of about how much I can order. Um, but mealworms, like, they stay good for flipping ever in the fridge. Um, if you do decide to go with mealworms as a staple diet for your lizards, um, you do still need to dust them. And depending on your species and your lighting setup, you may or may not need a dust that also has D3 in it. So that's something um, based on your setup and your research, you need to look and see whether you need D3 in your calcium powder. Lights. That sunshine vitamin. That sunshine vitamin. So, um, but yeah, they did really well on the, on the black soldier fly larva. I think I'm going to continue with that. But I will say, if I put a hornworm in front of either one of them, like, they will, like, leap feet to get a hornworm. All of a sudden, you just see it jumping like a kangaroo, like, give me it, give me it now. I want it, I want it, give me the thing. I mean, those things must taste amazing. But with the hornworms, the waxworms, they are very high in fat. Those can only be fed as treats. So I definitely ordered significantly less of those. But um, you only want to give them maybe once or twice a week as a treat. What do you imagine the jumping, the, the black worms uh, taste like? Like, if you had to compare those types of worms to something that you enjoy what would it be i think the the soldier fly larva is probably like just like grilled chicken like it's good but it's not like your favorite and the mealworms are like a good like fried pork chop which is a little more delicious but then like you get the hornworm and that's like your freaking baconator Oh yes. <laughs> oh man, I've been in an entire like food coma from baconator before. Yeah, that's what your hornworms like. They're like, oh my god, like that's the coup de gras of worms. Yeah, like little 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 side story here, and then we'll get into reptile of the week or whatever else we got to do. Um, we were going to a haunted house a couple years ago, and we stopped at Wendy's, and I got a baconator, and it was amazing. I loved it, and all the way up to this haunted house is about an hour away. 
I was like in a state of not being entirely conscious because this Baconator was just that amazing. And then we get to the haunted house and we're walking up to it and there's this car that's triggered by a sensor and it honks very loudly and flashes at lights and that definitely woke me up so um if you ever uh are in a food coma just go to a haunted house it'll take they'll take care of it for you <laughs> that was a good time that night i had fun oh cortana is making her voice known so okay so this week's reptile of the week is drum roll please uh uh All right, we've got the red-eyed crocodile skink. Woo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, the red-eyed crocodile skink, this is one that is on my short list, and if I can convince Jason at any point to let me get any more reptiles, this is going to be the next one we get. Um, so I'm hopeful in time that we will be able to expand our collection to include these guys because they are so cute. In time is about 20 years. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but anyway, um, it is on my short list. And honestly, they look like Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon only with red around the eyes. They are so stinking cute. So I have some care stuff about them and some fun facts about the red-eyed crocodile skink. Shiny. All right. So there are eight species of the red-eyed crocodile skink, and they are found um, mainly in rainforests of New Guinea, Indonesia, New Britain, Bougainville, and what's the difference between New Britain and Old Britain? Um, Old Britain doesn't have crocodile skinks. And what's the difference between New Guinea and Old Guinea? Old Guinea also does not have crocodile skinks. Do they both have guinea pigs? No, probably just New Guinea. Have an old Guinea. Um, it fell into the ocean. But the people who you know, some people they've migrated to New Guinea. Okay, well that's fine, I guess. Um, don't make that as historical fact. This is purely conjecture. <laughs> Word of the day: <laughs> conjecture. To mean to hypothesize about something. Okay, so, um, and they're also from the Solomon Islands. So they like to spend most of their time on the moist ground, and they like to hide under bushes or logs. So keep that in mind when you're making your enclosure. They are gray black in color with solid red orange ring around the eyes. And they are a unique skink because they do actually have the ability to make sounds. Um, the only other lizard really that can do that is a gecko. And honestly, like these guys are kind of like, uh, they're, they're kind of like a skink and they're kind of like a gecko, but they are classified as a skink. Gek. Gex. I love the gek. Gek. The heckin' geckin'. A what? <laughs> oh, heck the gek. All right. So many owners do love them because they can make sounds. Um, they're not overly difficult to care for, but they are fairly new to the pet trade. They haven't become super common yet. Um, they weren't discovered till, uh, it wasn't that long ago that they were actually discovered and started to being captive bred. But 
as we've said before in the past, you always want to try and go for captive bred species over wild bred species because you're always going to have better health. And um, some wild bred species just don't, um, they don't convert over well to being kept in captivity. Um, they eat small insects, crickets, other invertebrates like your invertebrate. Did you just hear me? Invertebrate. Invertebrate. Yes. My worms are bratty. They're invertebrates. 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 That you grill on Saturday night cookouts. I have my Johnsonville mealworms. <laughs> Oscar Mayer. I want to be an Oscar Mayer mealworm. That, what? Why? It needed to happen. Uh. <laughs> okay, so they like to eat, like, just a basic, like, gecko, leopard gecko diet, your... Uh, dubias, your uh, black soldier fly larvae, mealworms, all that good, good stuff. Um, they aren't super friendly and aren't like, hey, pick me up, please. Um, they when they feel threatened, they can drop their tail. Um, so much like uh, crested geckos have that um, drop their tail pretty easily. These guys can too. I'm angry. I'm losing the tail today. They're also like fainting goats. They stay still and fall over and play dead. So if you scare your crocodile skink, it's going to fall over like a fainting goat. Oh, God. <laughs> I will scare that thing all the time just to watch it go on its side and be like, nah. No, I don't recommend it. The stress is a mountain, hurts their lifespan. But it's still kind of funny in a way. I, I suppose. I've always wanted a fainting goat just so I can mess with it. I mean... I would probably mess with it, too. <laughs> um, in the wild, they do spend their time, again, on the rainforest floor. Um, they love that hot, humid environment. Um, they like to be near pools of water. So a red-eyed cro crocodile skink, for one, is great in a minimum of 10-gallon tank. So they don't need a whole lot of space. But if you're planning to keep more than one, you want a minimum of, like, a 20 or 20-long-gallon 20 tank. Um, they do need the UVB for vitamin D3 production. Um, they don't do well with D3 powder. They do best with creating their D3 through the UVB. Um, you can also put them in natural sunlight to get their D3, but you want to make sure they are getting some kind of sunlight UVB, something of that nature. Um... They do need their um, tank to have a basking area between 80 and 82 degrees. Um, you can use a heat lamp. You can also use an under tank heater. Um, their non-hot side, like their cool side of the tank, should be 75 to 78 degrees. I know, like, if we had them, they would definitely need a heating pad and a basking lamp because we keep our house not at 75 degrees. I would be miserable. Yeah, we keep it at, like, 68. We're kind of like Eskimos. Yes. Yeah, so come to our igloo and see our reptiles. <laughs> um, thermometers should be kept on both sides to make sure you're maintaining the temperature on both sides of the tank. Um, for a substrate, um, the coconut fiber works great. It holds humidity. They can burrow. They can do their thing. Um, you can use paper towels as well, but I love that coconut fiber stuff because it gives you a natural look. It's, you know, healthy for them. 
Um, so yeah, um, adults should be fed about three crickets every 48 hours or three mealworms or whatever. Um, juveniles will eat every day, but adults will only eat about every other day. So they're not like super hard to take care of once you get that humidity and the lighting and everything. Once you get your temperatures and everything, they're they're pretty good. You just is it like, is it like me? The juveniles eat every day, and you you eat every day. Right, you eat every hour. No, I don't. They don't let me do that at school. <laughs> when you're home, you're like, hmm. It's been a whole forty-five minutes since I had a snack. I need another snack. I'm on a schedule. <laughs> Oh, life with a teenager, guys. Um, get used to it. You got a few years of this. I know. And then I'll have another few years when the little one gets bigger. That's your problem, not mine. Yeah, I know. Um, so a happy, healthy skank lives between 5 to 12 years. Um, they can definitely experience uh, bone disorders from calcium deficiencies. So you want to make sure that they are getting um, dusted mealworms or black soldier fly larvae. Um, also, another side note, if they do drop their tail from being um, scared, their tail does grow back. But most of the time, it doesn't look the same. So is it going to look like better or worse? It's going to be kind of weird looking. Oh, okay, so like me. Yes. Hi. So, you know what's funny? I'm your, like, tiny version of you. I know, I'm weird looking. It's okay. Okay. I've come to terms with that. Um, so then they'll also, sometimes when they feel stressed, they will vocalize to ward off a predator. They also can vomit to scare away their, their enemies. No! That would definitely scare me away. Like, you just tick somebody off for no reason, and they just... Eh, I mean, honestly, though, like, if someone was coming at you, and you just started puking on them... That might actually be a pretty good defense mechanism. Yeah, I can't make myself throw up, though, so I can't. But, I mean, think about it. If somebody's trying to beat you up and you just hurl on them. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm going to file that in my interesting things that may serve me well in the future. You have, like, a document of things you just keep on you. Like, in, my, in the back of my brain. Like, if I'm in the parking garage at work and leaving and some dude comes up and tries to rob me, I'll just throw up on him. That works. <laughs> I feel like that might deter someone. So. <laughs> Good for you, crocodile skinks. Way to be. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Right? I, you know what? Kudos. Yeah, yeah. Kudos, crocodile skinks. <laughs> um, so they grow anywhere. They have a large range of sizes. Some of them only get about two to five inches. Some of them get to a maximum of ten inches. Um, so that's a pretty big range, depending on what species of crocodile skink. Um, fully mature adult um, lizards take about three to four years to get to their full capacity. Capacity. Size. Okay. So <laughs> there's just different. There's different. What do we got? What do we got in here? We got different uh, nutrients. We got different sizes. We got different varieties. We got different everything. I mean, yeah. We're just. We're just different. Right. Well, I mean, because there's so many species, there's eight species of these. So, I mean, but the care overall is basically the same. So basically 10 gallon tank, at least for one, 
20 gallon or more, depending on if you want more. They can be housed together. You want like-sized ones together. They eat invertebrates. They need calcium. They need UVB. They need 75 degrees on one side, 82 on the other. And don't pick them up, or they may puke on you. Or just decide that they don't need their tail anymore. Or both. Yes. Something comes off both ends. <laughs> right? Like, oh, now my dragon doesn't have a tail, and it is puking on me. This is the best day ever. What a lovely Wednesday we're having. <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, so that is... The care of the red-eyed crocodile skink. Crikey! It's a crocodile skink. Are there blue-eyed ones? No. Green-eyed ones? No. Yellow-eyed ones? No. Purple-eyed ones? No. Black-eyed ones? No. Dang. Sorry. I could just keep going if you wanted me to. Right. Um, Chartreuse? No. <laughs> Mauve? No. Plaid? No. Plaid-eyed. <laughs> it's Spaceballs 1. They've gone to plaid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. So, yep, that's the crocodile skink in a nutshell. Skink. Wrapped up in a little package with a bow. Skink is, like, my one of my favorite words. Skink? Skink! You skinky girl. No. <laughs> oh my god! I really, I had to really just think about the fact that this isn't even a visual thing, and I had to like make a sound that just represented my expression. <laughs> oh my god! Those girls are such skanks. Oh, stop it! <laughs> you really just—I ruined that, didn't I? It it is eleven thirty-eight p.m. and I'm glad you know you work third shift. You're mentally—I'm not. I'm on it. I'm not on the ball good for you all right guys so that's probably gonna wrap up our our episode for the most part but make sure you check out our patreon at patreon.com slash a lot of love podcast because we will be putting on um we'll be putting on that video as well yep well or or yeah not video you know what i meant bonus episode and there's also bonus content on there already um, so there's all kinds of juicy goodness you can check out there. Don't forget that special pet. And once again, if you spoil it for the world, we'll find you. <laughs> Gosh. And then um, check out our Facebook at A Lot of Love Podcast. Our YouTube at A Lot of Love. And our Instagram. The Instagram, I'm not plugging. I am almost done with school. Let me get through five more weeks. Okay. Please, I'm begging you. That's all I need. Five more weeks. And then the Instagram will be a thing. Yes. Okay. So, yep. Check all those things out. And I am mom. And and I'll give an outro. My name's Aiden. And if you and also, try not to illegally download the software. After all, we're past the LimeWire days. What? I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to say something stupid at the end of these things now. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm super confused. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that you just you just made it awkward. Yep, sure did. (laughs) All right, guys, I hope you all have a good day and we'll see you next time. Farewell to you.